Dueling Genre Productions presents... Oh my god, do you see that? When a freak accident strikes McKinney City, ordinary citizens are given amazing abilities. I can move things with my mind. Oh my god, I'm flying, I can fly, I can teleport, and I can fly! Super senses! What, like Daredevil? We are just playing fast and loose with this whole science thing today, aren't we? Now, there are villains. Billy, when you have an arch nemesis, do you just kill them immediately? No. You tie the ropes just loose enough so that they can keep escaping. That way, when you finally do win the day, you can sleep well knowing that you rose to the challenge. Your brain works differently than other people's, doesn't it? And heroes. Leah Markowitz, Gwendolyn Allen, Jeffrey Gibson, Mindy Gibson, Simon Holt, Splendid, you're all here. I'm going to make you all into superheroes. Screw it. Let's go save the day. The Powerful. After I drain everyone here, McKinney City will be mine. I'm going to show this whole city what real passion truly is. And the underdogs. You're all imagining me as a singing, dancing chipmunk right now, aren't you? The people in that store need help, and we can help them in a way no one else can. We have great power, which means they're our responsibility. I mean, Jesus, what's the point of having five freaking Spider-Man movies if we can't even learn to do that? Geek by Night, an original podcast series about five friends running a comic book store with superpowers. You're really going to keep running a comic book shop while trying to be superheroes? It might not always be easy, but I think the world could use a few more underdogs. Available at DuelingGenre.com and podcast apps everywhere. Dueling Genre Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we review and reanimate the Zomromcom Shaun of the Dead one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. And joining us once again, Chris O'Connor. Welcome back. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. And today we are taking a bite out of Minute 58, which begins with uh, a very cocky Sean. <laughs> and, and ends with uh, a the, basically the opposite of that, a panicked uh, Sean. Yeah. Uh, Although much more capable. Much more capable. That's very true. Yeah. So we get the. We get the. We get the. We get the. We get the bit. The uh, <laughs> never taken a shortcut before bit. Um, I David. I uh, so I I love this because he's completely I love how cocky he is where he just does that weird like sort of like sleepy-eyed Han Solo. Mm, yeah, and does that <laughs> sort of like wipes his tongue across his teeth and like what, he's, yeah, he's just, so confident that this is going to work out. <laughs> oh yeah, this is going to be awesome. And then just the fence immediately gives away. You know, to his credit, if the fence had been sturdier, it would have worked. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, Absolutely. good form. Yeah, he did. Yeah. It's a bad fence. It's, what it's it really not is. his. It's not his fault. No, no. 
and I, but I, I do, um, I, I, I like, I like this one a lot. Uh, and I like that the Cornetto trilogy, uh, book, like sort of bookends the trilogy with two solo Simon Pegg, uh, fence gags. Whereas in hot fuzz, it's, it's a two hander, uh, fence gag. <laughs> so. Yeah, and and it's I, just, I like the I like the palindrome of that. I don't know. Right. Yeah, and it and it works because <laughs> as as we've as we've said, like Simon Pegg is just I mean Sean as a character is just such a Crash Bandicoot. Like he really does just jump into stuff mm-hmm. and will just get himself knocked around. And yeah, it's it's just a great it's just a great bit of visual comedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fantastic. It transcends language. <laughs> like everybody's uh, little little sort of double take, like blinks. And like, yeah, I like, so I let's... Like, I, I love Liz's little little blink, and then there's like a little smile. Yeah, well... She's like, got a little smile. Let, let's break down everyone's uh, reactions to this, starting with Liz. So yeah, it's, uh, Chris <laughs> is very correct. You do get a bit of like... Again, if this is a very Princess Leia, can't help but be charmed by Han Solo's buffoonery. <laughs> oh my god and there's david I, just uh but like liz just loves this idiot so much mm-hmm. like she, <laughs> yeah she really does she doesn't want to but she really does and and you know what so does ed ed really loves this idiot <laughs> he does because <laughs> he he laughs too like he just legit is just like huh. like i wish you know if if this had been uh if this had taken place ten years later, he would have like had his like iPhone out and like filming it and posting it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, David, just David the, just looks so disgusted. Oh, the total disgust of David! So I can't just, believe. Just, how like, dare he? How dare he? Ugh. How uncouth! My God! And, and Diane, he's like, how can like, she not see what a loser he is? Yeah, can't even jump over a good fence. <laughs> Uh, and Diane's and Diane, eyes are really wide, as if as if he's like, she's like, oh, is he really gonna do this? Oh no, he's not. Oh. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, a little like what's everybody looking yeah, at? Yeah, a little bit uh, of that too. Yeah, like she seems legitimately concerned. Which, getting back to her her possible vocation as a pre- uh, elementary school teacher, you know, she's like concerned that he's hurt himself on the playground. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and uh, white and eyes. She's like, I should step in. Uh, Barbara's mouth is just hanging. Oh open. my god! Okay, yeah, we need to talk She's about Barbara's a gape. face. She looks like <laughs> she looks so drunk and lost. Yeah. Do, do you think? Do you think she's more upset that he might have hurt himself or that he broke somebody's fence? I don't know. She just looks so disoriented. Definitely the fence. Well, yeah. She's 100% like, oh my god! I can't believe is someone going to? She she cannot accept the reality of the situation, and she's just like, this mundane thing has happened, and I am offended. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also very interested in the geography of what's going on because they're obviously, um, you know, it seems like they're they're setting this up to, you know, sort of play Ferris Bueller and run through the backyards. Uh, but mm-hmm. then when we he, he knocks the fence down and then we cut to them coming into a backyard through like the side entrance in the front yard. I'm very mm-hmm. confused about the geography of what. I feel like we've missed a lot. Uh, uh, it's it's not necessarily from the front yard. I mean, well, I mean, it could be, or there could be a side a side opening on on the fence. Like the fence can go all the way around. 
Oh. I, I don't know. Yeah. You know, they, they could follow the alley. You know, the, that fence is too high to jump over, um, especially for mom and, and Ed. And so they go around to get to the entrance and then cut through the back way. Yeah. All right. That place. It fits. Um, yeah. But we're in the backyard I, of the murder house. Uh, yep. There's just a just Derek. a dead woman on the floor. Uh, bloody handprints on the walls. Jill and Derek. Jill and I don't think they Derek. Um, yeah. Oh, what do you, what do we what do we think about Jill and Derek? You think we're just they're just old family friends? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. not necessarily that close, but you know, people that they would see at garden parties. Oh. And and perhaps play bridge with. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was thinking. Bridge partners. Like someone you see twice a year for fifteen years. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. They used to be on the PTA, and then their kids grew up. Yeah, uh, this is also one of the guys that we saw um, on uh, in the in the opening montage. Uh, Derek here. Oh wow! Um, right, yeah, yeah, kind of the Jim Broadbent montage. Because I I commented about Man. like how I used to I when I when I was uh, when I first saw this movie, I thought this was um, Colin Mockery from uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah, well, because he was yeah. on the British Who's Line, which I watched all the time, because uh, mm-hmm. it was on. You know, they'd run the reruns on Comedy Central, and so I just assume like, oh, he must live in England, and then this is him, and he, that's what he's doing this now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I but, wonder. I wonder if like like because uh, this isn't the sort of thing that I, I like have noticed in other zombie movies, but like how often do they bother to sort of set up like you see this living person, you see this person walking around, or you have like a f- uh, zombies in the background like th- at thirty minutes, and then you see them again sixty minutes you know later. Oh. Like how often does this oh. ever happen? Where no. you know it's like you're just walking al- along in like the opening scene, and like you see like featured extras, and then like they pop up again and again as no. you know. The, as the situation gets worse. No, no. Cause Only, this one, you get like a real sense of the neighborhood. Right. Right. Uh, and that's, that's what we love about this, uh, about this, about this movie. It's just, just the constant, you know, setups and payoffs. It's, 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 uh, it's amazing. No, every other zombie movie, they don't care. Like the zombies aren't characters. They're just zombies. Uh, and <laughs> the ones that you, recognize are serving some sort of specific plot purpose. Otherwise they're just, yeah. be, they're just whatever extras they could get that day. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's unfortunate. I mean, the only, the only zombie that I can really think of in another zombie movie that has any sort of like real identity. Um, we talked about it, uh, last week, I think was uh bub from day of the dead. <laughs> um, it's the only one that I can really think of because, you know, he has a name and he has a personality. Yeah. Well, Warm Bodies feels almost like it's... Warm Bodies doesn't count. Yeah, yeah Warm Bodies doesn't count. <laughs> uh, neither does I'm my sorry, boyfriend's back. Um, neither does my boyfriend's back. Because <laughs> the whole point of Warm Bodies is that, you know, that they're, 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 they have their inner lives and that they're hidden in there and they can yeah, be Yeah, they're not just, out. quote, like classic zombies. Right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, (laughs) just completely shoot down neck immediately. He's like, all right, well, I guess I'm done talking then. Um, (laughs) yeah. And then we get the, uh, 
We get the introduction of this of this uh, sort of like mini tetherball situation. Um, this is like a mm-hmm. this is this is like a, a a play school kind of like very young playground um, that yeah, they have found themselves sad. in. Yeah, because the because the tetherball tetherball typically is like a big volleyball type ball. Um, that I've ever seen. And then here we have this little mini it, tennis ball, tether ball. You know, it might it might be different in, in England. I mean, that might be like a T-ball for rounders or something. Uh-huh. But um, I mean, Could just the be... size of the slide and the yeah. size of the chairs. Right. The size right. of the chairs makes me think like these are for really little kids. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. And that's, that's why I was thinking like maybe that's why it's a tennis ball. It's like little hands. Um, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I guess you could also use sense. like a tennis racket, maybe. Mm-hmm. If you yeah train for that, like do tennis yeah. serves and yeah hands and be like mommy and daddy. Yeah. Uh, now I'm really sad. Jeez. Oh no. They got Ugh. away. They're on vacation. Dead. Hashtag dead island trailer. So yeah. It's okay, mm-hmm. Chris. They got away. They're on vacation. It's fine. <laughs> Gonna um, go hug my baby. Here's a here's a question from the colorblind guy. What color is um is uh is is Jill's jacket or Liz's jacket? Blue. Blue. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's like to it's me, like to me, it's like powder blue with a navy blue right. stripe. Or rather, it, it's it's the color Scott and I identify as blue. You know, it's all a construct, man. <laughs> Being completely colorblind to me, it kind of reminded me of the the bride's getup from Kill Bill. But that's just my complete colorblindness. Oh yeah. Too, so. Oh. And uh, you Bruce know, Lee kind of the the Bruce yeah. Light Bruce Lee jumpsuit. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. concept, definitely. It's not a reference yeah. for anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's definitely got a, it's definitely got a, yeah, I mean, it's certainly like a track jacket kind of look, so um, that mm. makes sense. I like it. I like the color. It, she kind of is, her energy is very kind of like an icy blue. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, I mean, all of them have like their- Like she would be a water vibe. Yeah. They definitely- Their color theory. Yeah. They're very, um, I don't know, the silhouettes of these characters are great. You know, like you can, you know yeah. who they all are, uh, just very easily. I mean, look at, look at, look at how, look at Diane, like just with her hands on her hips, just mm-hmm. like you know, just pleased as punch. Very the knit hap. Uh, just very One, two, three, four, five. Happy and proud, and There's six of us. <laughs> yeah, just such a such a basic thing to forget. Uh. <laughs> are we all here? Where's mom? One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, but that's such here. a that's such a normal thing where like I can't ever keep track of how many people are in my group past three. Once yeah. I get past three, <laughs> and they just added her. Yeah. Once you get past three, like I can't keep track of how many people are in a group. Like if we're all going to a movie, or, like a restaurant or something, they're like, "How many?" And I'm just like, "Oh, fucking, I don't know. Let me count. Hold on." Yeah. The, uh. the number of times we've all met up at the Renaissance Festival, and then like we're walking around for like ten minutes, and it's like, "Wait, where did the other eight people go?" Right. <laughs> totally. So. Whoops. I, I think this. Is glad this is a low pressure situation. Yeah. I think this is forgivable. Um, yeah. Yeah. But although for an elementary school teacher, I wonder how many children she lost. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! That's terrible. <sighs> oh, those poor children. Yeah, it is. Uh, so so yeah. Um, I guess Barbara went and said hi to Jim. It's you know it's kind of it's she opened the door. It's a weak point of the movie for being if I'm being honest for me for me personally. 
I don't know. I think the whole like fake out of Barbara getting, I don't know. It just doesn't, it, it, in a, in a movie of perfection, it kind of, you can, you can notice the bunch up, you know, like the kind of like, Oh, that's kind of weird. I don't know. It, it, it plays for me because it, it, I mean, it's set up that she's like Chris was saying yes, yesterday or the day before. Um, it, I mean, it's set up pretty well. The Barbara's well into denial. Um, yeah. about this whole situation. Like she thought she didn't think anything was wrong with Philip. Uh, yeah. you know, she didn't think he was a zombie. Like, what are we doing? What's yeah. going on? Why He's are we right there? Your father's we, right there. Why are we leaving your stepfather in, uh, in a car? Like, why are we leaving him locked in a car? She's just mm-hmm. sort of like going yeah. along and with this it. was only moments ago. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, th- and then she yeah. sees. Her friend, uh, and and he's you know behind the glass. Like I God, guess she's not feeling just, well. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, oh, I need to let you out. And maybe she even saw Jill and was like, uh, you know, oh my god, oh, we need to help Jill. Yeah, we need to go help Jill. Jill, are you okay? Quick, dial nine nine nine. Yeah, and then that's and the then right number, right? Derek grabbed her. Yeah, that's the right number nine nine nine. Woohoo! Yeah. I'm gonna be safe in an emergency in England. <laughs> You can call all of the cars with the flashing lights. Yeah, it plays really effectively into, I don't know, it's it's definitely an anxiety that I have, which is like, oh my God, like in, if if everything just goes like full Jericho tomorrow, like I wonder like what's going to happen to my parents? Like, are my parents going to be okay? Oh man. You know, like, like, yeah, like Grapes of Wrath wrecks me, wrecks me because, you know, the, the grandparents just aren't equipped to make it, you know, it. It's just like part of the, the they they were the first to to die in spoilers for Grapes of Wrath, but like it, yeah, and like I, I think about that all the time. Like God, I really hope that my parents don't live to see like the like the end of you know. Like I know that's a ridiculous thing, but like whenever I watch like a a, a movie about like the post apocalypse, I'm always like God, I hope that doesn't happen to my parents, my mom and dad. I gotta say, I, I like the full Jericho. That's a great reference. Thank you. I'm a <laughs> the child of the 2000s. And if that ever happens, I'm dead. <laughs> oh yeah. Washington DC. Is uh is, LA, is this so. bit is this bit with the trampoline is this something that happens in Ferris Bueller? I feel like it is. Doesn't he jump yeah. over a fence with I'm a trampoline? I'm pretty because that because he, he they they super slow mo the jump and then yeah. he like barely mm-hmm. clears the 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 shrub or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. So. What? What? Ma, 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 ma. What? Maybe and this just, isn't he, maybe this isn't a direct reference to Ferris Bueller, but it kind of feels like a I, wink a little bit. Maybe. I love that he doesn't he doesn't even go towards you know the way that they just came through. He's like, I'm just going to go straight to the trampoline. Even the, you know, just a few minutes ago, he failed in jumping over a tiny fence, but he's like trampoline. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just, I mean, just it's, no, th- just no thought. Well, it's the, that's, that's the thing, right? It's like, that's the difference. It's like when he's trying to be a hero, he always falls on his face. Uh, but here <laughs> he's like genuinely trying to save his mom. And so he like steps into the hero role well when he isn't trying. Um, and I think, I think there's something about, you know, sincerity, uh, to be learned, uh, through Sean, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's certainly, uh, you know, with the fence incident, there is, there is a level of, uh, kind of cockiness to that moment of like, he was trying to show off and here he's not trying to show off to anyone. He's just trying to get to his mom as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. It was a more genuine moment of, of need. Right, yeah. right. And so the fates allowed him to not fall on his face. A real hero 
doesn't want to look cool. He just looks cool while getting the job done. Yeah. Right? The Rock. There you go. Right? The Rock. That's right, Nick. <laughs> Jumanji, welcome to the jungle in theaters now. <laughs> you guys already saw You it. smell what the Sean is cooking. <laughs> oh, man. That, I'm going to go see that movie, Rampage. Better believe I'm going <laughs> to no, see that Rampage no, movie. No, no. Oh, The Rock. Come He's on. been in worse. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, but this is becoming a pattern. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. Well, America said no to Baywatch, and if they choose, they'll say no to this. <laughs> I'm sorry, The Rock, uh, but America said no to Baywatch. America did say <laughs> no to Baywatch. It's very true. Um, it's like, you know what? It hasn't been long enough. Um, 21 Jump Street was one thing. Yeah. Baywatch is a completely different thing. Yeah, the their Rock heart was in the, the right place. Lunch. Their heart. Oh, was in the of right course. Place. You know, I mean, they wanted to make it like a, a fun, dumb comedy, and you know, that nothing wrong with that. <laughs> right. Anyway, why do we, God? Why are we fucking talking about Baywatch? Baywatch is such rich source material, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, no. Twenty One no. Jump Street isn't no. exactly rich source material either. So it's richer. It's not. It's not rich, but it's richer. <laughs> like I guess, I guess like like what's fair. the elevator pitch of Baywatch? Is it just that they're lifeguards? Like what? Like that's it. Lifeguards running in slow motion, solving crime. Okay, yeah, Run, running you know, in like slow lifeguards motion, do, <laughs> um, and that's basically it. That's there's about- there's there's a reason that that Baywatch was like one of the most popular shows in the world, not necessarily America, but the world, and it's because people didn't really have to listen to the plot. Yeah, yeah. and it, and it was so it, it so effectively sold that kind of uh, fantasy nineties Tony Scott image dream vision of America that you know young young British people like Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg and Nick Frost were so uh, inspired by and empowered by. Point Break. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, I guess you could say there's a little bit of uh of like the same things that influence Baywatch certainly influence Hot Fuzz. Um mm-hmm. even mm. if even if I wouldn't I would never say that Hot Fuzz influ- or that Baywatch influenced Hot Fuzz, but th- I think they were influenced by similar things. Yes. Yeah, I'm I saying mean, if Baywatch you go... might have had an influence on this. <laughs> no, no, that's not true. That's yeah, Baywatch true Nights, isn't I'm that the, that's that's uh, that. when David Hasselhoff is retired from lifeguarding and becomes a private detective, right? Isn't that against like uh, witches and vampires? And no, really? Yes. Yeah, really. Baywatch Nights involves <laughs> supernatural elements. Holy so it was, shit! So it's kind of like the Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo. Oh, that's incredible. Yes. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> oh wow! I did not know that. That is amazing. Uh, <laughs> holy shit! All right, you're welcome. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up uh, stuff about Baywatch Nights on YouTube right after we're done with this. Um, so, uh, Chris, thank you for uh, thank you for joining us for these three minutes. It has yeah. been my pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Do it again in a heartbeat. Yeah, well, we're definitely gonna have to have you back for uh, uh, some some weapon involved uh, oh, <laughs> discussions yay. in Hot Fuzz. <laughs> there's a lot. <laughs> oh, there is. There's a, there's a yeah. lot there, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, oh, England. We will we will probably yeah. have to bring you back multiple times for Hot Fuzz. Um, I'm there for it. Yeah, if you need me for like a minute here or a minute there, yeah, I'm your man. Yeah. 
Uh, all right. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, we will be back tomorrow with, uh, with a new guest. Um, if you, if you haven't, uh, checked out our social media stuff, if you're not following us there, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. So, uh, check those out, follow us there and, uh, we'll be back tomorrow. In the meantime, let's have a nice cold pint and wait for all of this to blow over. Yeah.